This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger job, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Today, 
units stand by for a special announcement emergency traffic only 11:45 Prince William calling 11:45 This is the final call for 11:45 Officer Ashley Glendon end of watch February 27th 2016 May you rest in peace. All right. <clears throat> that ought to give you all the uh, indication of what episode this is. Uh, the end of watch episode. Fortunately, this month, this past month, July, has been the uh, worst month of the entire year so far. Uh, with... A total of uh, 13 officer deaths. Uh, it's the highest so far. Uh, Maybe in the second. So we keep hoping that it'll go down. Unfortunately, it has not. Uh, Louisiana's still at the top. And, uh, it's just too many. So we're going to do what we do what we can do anyway so we'll get it started start with Sergeant Heather Glenn from the Tell City Police Department Indiana her end of watch day was Monday July 3rd 2023 she was 47 years old. She had 20 years of service. She was shot and killed while attempting to arrest a subject at the county hospital at 12.50 a.m. She was investigating a domestic violence incident involving an injured woman who was being treated at the hospital. When the woman notified authorities that the subject was arriving at the hospital, Sergeant Glenn and officers from the Tail City Police Department, Perry County Sheriff's Office, and the Cantlin Police Department responded. Subject resisted arrest, and despite using electronic control weapon, Sergeant Glenn could not subdue the man. The subject pulled out a gun and fatally shot Sergeant Glenn. Other officers returned fire and killed the subject. Sergeant Glenn had served for the Tell City Police Department for 20 years. She was survived by her parents, brother, and a nephew. Her father had also served with the Tell City Police Department. Sergeant Heather Glenn. Next, we had Detective Delbreth Phipps Jr. from the Virgin Island Police Department in the Virgin Islands. End of watch was Tuesday, July 4th, 2023. He was 42 years old. He had seven years on the job. Detective Phipps was shot and killed when he had when he and several other officers responded to reports of an armed subject in the Jaw Yard area of the hospital ground shortly before 8 a.m. As the officers arrived, they encountered a subject wearing a ballistic vest and armored 
and armed with a semi-automatic rifle, the man opened fire on the officers and shot Detective Phipps during the ensuing shootout. The subject was also wounded and taken into custody. Detective Phipps was transported to the Schneider Regional Medical Center where he succumbed to his wounds. The man had been arrested for an unrelated murder several months earlier. It was out on bond at the time he murdered Detective Phipps. Detective Phipps had served with the Virgin Island Police Department for seven years. We have Deputy Sheriff Ty Michael Brown, Crisp County Sheriff's Office in Georgia. End of watch was Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. He was 26 years old. He had one year and five months on the job. He was also a military veteran. Deputy Brown was shot and killed at about 3.40 a.m. after stopping a stolen vehicle. The subject shot Deputy Brown during a traffic stop and then stole his patrol car. Other deputies pursued the vehicle through multiple counties before the man was taken into custody. Deputy Brown was transported to the Crisp Regional Hospital where he succumbed to his wounds. The subject was charged with malice, murder, felony murder, two counts of aggravated assault, theft by receiving stolen property, carjacking, three counts of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, three counts of possession of a firearm during the commission of a crime, two counts of theft by taking. Deputy Brown was an Army National Guard veteran. He had served with the Crisp County Sheriff's Office for a little over one year. He was a detention officer before moving to Uniform Patrol Division. Ten months earlier, he, has, he had only been on the road for ten months. He is survived by his mother, his stepfather, two brothers, stepbrothers, and his grandparents. That's Deputy Sheriff uh, Ty Michael Brown. Uh, excuse me on his last name. It's uh, Police Officer Jessica uh, E-B-B-I-G-H-A-U-S-E-N from the Rutland Police Department in Vermont. End of watch was Friday, July 7, 2023. She was 19 years old. Police Officer Jessica was killed when her patrol car was struck head-on by a suspect vehicle being pursued by other officers at 3 o'clock p.m. Officers responding to a burglary in progress began pursuing the suspect who was driving a pickup truck. Officer Jessica, along with her training officer, were responding from the opposite direction as the pursuit entered the intersection of Stratton Road and Woodstock Avenue. The suspect vehicle crossed the center line and collided collided with Officer Jessica's patrol car head-on. The truck then collided with a second patrol car. She succumbed to her injuries at the scene. Two other officers and the suspect were injured in a collision. The man was taken into custody. The subject was charged with negligent operation of a motor vehicle, attempting to elude police, both with death resulting. The subject was charged. Uh, officer Jessica was a part-time officer in field training in preparation for attending the police academy to become a full-time officer the following month. She is survived by her parents, two brothers, maternal grandmother, paternal grandparents, and her boyfriend. Police Officer Jessica. We have Deputy Sheriff John Durham, Marion County Sheriff's Office in Indiana. He was 61 years old, had 38 years on the job. Deputy 
Deputy Sheriff John Durham succumbed to his injuries he sustained at about 11.30 a.m. when he was attacked by a prisoner attempting to escape from the community justice, justice campus in Indianapolis. He was returning the murder, the murder suspect from the hospital where the man violently assaulted him in the detention center, Sallyport. The prisoner wrapped the handcuff chain links around deputy, the deputy sheriff's neck with both of them falling to the ground during the struggle. As soon as Deputy Dorm stopped moving, the prisoner unlocked his handcuffs and stole one of the sheriff's vans, but crashed outside the complex during his escape attempt. The prisoner was taken to the hospital with minor injuries and is facing murder charges. Deputy Dorm was, transport, was transported to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Deputy Durham had served with the Miriam County Sheriff's Office for 38 years. He is survived by his wife, four children, and parents. His wife and son also served with the County Sheriff's Office. He's 61 and his parents are still alive. That's um, amazing. Next we have Police Officer Jack, or I'm sorry, Jake Wallen. Fargo Police Department in North Dakota and the watch was Friday July 14th, 2023 he was 23 years old 3 months on the job he was also a military veteran police officer Wallen was shot and killed while he and other officers investigated a traffic crash at the intersection of 25th Street and 9th Avenue at about 2.45pm officers were on the scene a male suspect opened fire on officers and firefighters and bystanders without warning. Officer Wallen was killed. Two other officers were critically wounded and the bystander was wounded. Officer Wallen's field training officer was able to return fire and kill the suspect. Officer Wallen was a Minnesota National Guard operation. He was in operation uh, during Operation Freedom. He had served with Fargo Police Department for only three months and was completing field training at the time of the shooting. He is survived by his mother, father, brother, grandparents, and fiance. We have police officer Anthony Ferguson from the Alamogardo Police Department in New Mexico. End of watch was July 16th at 20, 2023. He was 41 years old, had 11 years on the job. Police officer Ferguson succumbed to a gunshot wound he received during a foot pursuit of a subject who had fled the scene of a vehicle accident at 2.18 a.m. Officers attempted a traffic stop when they noticed a subject driving a vehicle without headlights or taillights. When the vehicle sped away, officers did not initiate a pursuit. About a mile away, the vehicle crashed into a pole at 1st Street and Delaware Avenue. After the subject fled on foot, Officer Ferguson pursued the man. Subject pulled out a shotgun and fired, hitting Officer Ferguson in the face. Another officer returned fire and struck the suspect in the leg. Officer Ferguson was flown to the hospital in El Paso, where he succumbed to his wounds the next day. The subject was treated at the hospital and has been charged with attempted to commit first-degree murder, aggravated burying a police officer with a deadly weapon, tampering with evidence, aggravated fleeing from a police officer, resisting and evading a police officer, criminal trespass, Lights required on a vehicle, failure to yield to emergency vehicle, and reckless driving. 
The subject had fired at officers in January of 2023 before. Officer Ferguson has served with the police department for 11 years. He's survived by his daughter, son, mother, father, and four brothers. We have Sergeant Edwin Garcia from the Puerto Rico Police Department in Puerto Rico. End of watch was July 19, 2023. He was 56 years old, 37 years on the job. Sergeant Garcia was struck and killed by a vehicle on the expressway at about 8.15 p.m. He was in uniform and driving to work when he observed several citizens attempting to rescue a kitten from the middle of the highway. He stopped his vehicle to assist, but was struck by an oncoming car as he tried to grab the kitten. Sergeant Garcia served with the Puerto Rico Police Department for 37 years and was sized to the Internal Security Division at police headquarters. He is survived by his wife and child. Next we have Deputy Sheriff David Bosecker from the Eastland County Sheriff's Office in Texas. End of watch was Friday, July 21st, 2023. He was 57 years old. 21 years on the job. He's also a military veteran. Deputy Sheriff David was shot and killed while responding to a domestic violence call along Highway 183. As he arrived on the scene at 9 p.m., a male suspect opened fire on him, fatally wounding him. Other responding officers took the subject into custody. The man was charged with capital murder. Deputy David was a United States Marine Corps veteran who had served with the Eastland County Sheriff's Office for two years and had served in law enforcement for 21 years. He had previously served with the Wise County Sheriff's Office, Texas Alcohol Beverage Commission, Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, and the Comanche Police Department. He also worked as a part-time Marine Enforcement Officer for the Cisco Police Department. He survived by his wife, stepson, father, mother, brother, four grandchildren, nephews, and a niece. We have Lieutenant Michael Wood from the Newberry Police Department, South Carolina. End of watch Wednesday, July 26, 2023. He was 48 years old, 20 years on the job. Lieutenant Mike Wood was killed in a vehicle crash at the intersection of Nance Street and Dixie Drive while responding to a call. His patrol car collided with a tractor trailer in the intersection. Lieutenant Wood has served with the Newbury Police Department for 20 years. He is survived by his wife and two children. We have Deputy Sheriff Alejandro Martinez from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office in uh, California. End of watch was Friday, July 28th. He was 27 years old. He had two months on the job. And he was a military veteran. Deputy Martinez succumbed to his injury sustained on November 16th of 2022. As he and another other recruit from Academy Class 464 ran in formation as part of their morning physical fitness routine. The Academy Class had 75 recruits and was running in formation when an oncoming vehicle veered over the center line and struck the group near the intersection. A total of 25 recruits were struck by the vehicle before it came to a stop. 12 of the recruits suffered critical injuries 
that ended their careers. Deputy Martin was sworn in as a sheriff's deputy two weeks after the incident. He remained hospitalized in critical condition until succumbing to his injuries eight months later. The driver who struck the group was initially charged with attempted murder of police officers, but charges were dropped. Charges were dropped as the investigation continued. He was a U.S. Army National Guard veteran, served with the county sheriff's office for only eight weeks at the time he was injured. He survived by his mother and his father and his sister. I don't understand why they dropped the charges on that one. We have Sergeant William Cherry from Macon County Sheriff's Office in Tennessee. End of watch was Saturday, July 29, 2023. He's 55 years old, 10 years on the job. Sergeant Cherry was killed in a vehicle crash on Highway 10 near Long Creek Road at about 12.30 a.m. He was traveling southbound when an oncoming vehicle crossed the center line and struck his patrol car head-on, causing him to suffer fatal injuries. The other driver suffered severe injuries. Neither Sergeant Cherry nor the other driver were wearing their seatbelts. Sergeant Cherry had served with the Sheriff's Office for five years and had served in law enforcement for more than ten. He had previously served with the Red Boiling Spring Police Department, Clay County Sheriff's Office, and Selena County Sheriff's Office. He's survived by his wife, children, grandchildren, and parents. It's the last one for this month, thank goodness. Deputy Marshal Barry Giglio from Ville Platte Marshal's Office in Louisiana. End of watch was Monday, July 31st, 2023. Age not available, 25 years on the job. Deputy Marshal Giglio was shot and killed at about 8.30 p.m. while assisting the Evangeline Parish Sheriff's Office serve a warrant in the 100 block of West Beauregard Street. A subject at the residence opened fire on the officers, killing Deputy Giglio and critically wounding a sheriff's deputy before being shot and killed. Deputy Marshal Giglio served with the Ville Platte Marshal's Office for 10 years and previously served with the Evangeline Parish Sheriff's Office for 15 years. We had two canines. We had canine Kuno from the Forest Heights Police Department in Maryland. End of watch was Sunday, July 2nd. A Belgian Melanois male, five years old. Uh, he died after suffering heat stroke while searching a school building for a burglary suspect. 3 p.m. The temperatures were in the mid-90s. K-9 Falco from the Gary Police Department in Indiana. End of watch was Thursday, July 13th. It was a Belgian Malinois male, 10 years old. He was shot and killed during a canine apprehension of a subject wanted for aggravated battery and reckless endangerment. The subject had fled during a traffic stop. The man opened fire on officers, killing canine Falco. The man was taken into custody. He had served with the Gary Police Department for eight years.
way too many, way too many uh, this past month. Uh, everybody uh, keep these officers and deputies in your prayers, especially their children, family members, their parents, people that have to keep going on without them. They gave their lives uh, protecting and serving other people. So we said their names, which don't get said enough. And uh, like I said, keep them in your heart and prayer. Y'all be safe out there and watch your back. Some have said that time heals, but gathered together here today, we know that's not true. The facts still remain. The empty chair, the unfulfilled dreams, the pain, the hurt, the loneliness. We ask your blessing upon the families who have been impacted by the loss of a loved one in the line of duty. Officer, 89. Communications are on you. Please be advised that 
But Saturday, he joined his city, thanking her for his self-worth. Holding back tears, full on as every voice was made to see Hampton Roads to stop by officers' lines assigned to South Precinct. Now, here's that confrontation again. This is from the other officer's body camera. Police returned fire, and the suspect, who we now know as Bruce Lua, was hit in the leg but survived. Both of the injured officers are also okay, and in fact, they were saluted as they left the hospital later that day. Now, Lua is now charged with attempted murder and aggravated battery. COPA's investigation still under.